Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about Ghostbusters, Britney Spears and Katy Perry's new songs, Stranger Things, and the entire world is against Taylor Swift. <sighs> with me as always is my wonderful co-host Adrian Gomez. <laughs> I quit. Gomez. I'm sorry, I've worked all day, I'm so tired. That's okay. Adrian Gomez. That's me. Da, da, da. Okay, so we'll start with Ghostbusters. Yes. First of all, how was your week? It was good. I just got a bucket of water dumped on me. We were. Adrian was assaulted. <laughs> I was assaulted just now. My our friend Hannah's here, hanging out. We were on the patio, like whispering basically, because we know obviously in our heads that we have an interfacing patio. Our building is huge, basically. It's like a hotel. Yeah. And people walk by it, so we didn't want to be loud or anything like that. We heard a woman scream, literally at the top of her lungs. It was terrifying. She said, shut up! And, like, we had no idea where it came from. Five minutes later, literally pouring down on me. And, like, water's dripping from the ceiling. It was wild. And I had I got an egg from the fridge. Like, what is that going to do? I'm going to start stomping. Oh, yeah. Like, at 2 a.m., we should set our alarms and just start stomping. And just, like, crash. And then when they knock on the door, we'll be like, huh? huh? It's like a demon. But it was weird. It was very weird. She like was there and then she wasn't. But we know who it was. It was when we got upstairs. We'll get it straightened out. <sighs> that was about it. That's about the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me. I hope not. Pretty much. <laughs> Besides when my mom cursed at the lady in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ghostbusters. Yes. Ghostbusters finally came out. Yes. I love that like on Wednesday, people started ragging on it when it wasn't out yet. Oh, yeah. Mostly I've never men. understood yeah. why people are so against this movie. It's men. It's like, mis- what's the word? Misogynistic men. Yeah, but like, huh? Like, so silly. Oh, so we yeah. saw it on Thursday night. Yeah. I thought it was great. For what it was. For what it is. Absolutely. It's a, it's a good, first of all, it's a great remake. Yes. Reboot, whatever you want to call it. Yes. They are very true to the original in style. In almost to a fault, I think. And humor and t- I and don't think humor, I've ever seen the first one. Or the second one? Or the second one. We should watch the first one. It's actually pretty good. You don't like the, those kind of movies, though. Um, so maybe not. But it's like, basically... I mean, it's not like, obviously not the same story or anything. Right. But they, you know, they let them sort of have a similar style of joke. The way they come together is sort of similar. Yeah. Um, I thought it was good, though. Like, I I really enjoyed the movie. Chemistry-wise, who do you think had a better group? Oh, I think they're both great. The, that was one of the things I will disagree with most in the reviews, is that they said that there was not a good chemistry among the four of them. Lies. Lies. Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy obviously are going to have great chemistry. And uh, the other two girls, Leslie Jones and... Kate McKinnon. I can never remember her name. Yeah. I, I thought they were great. Oh, yeah. They were all great. They all had individual moments, but yet as a group were together. It was interesting. Chris, I mean, Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy, when they're in a movie together, mm. I only am going to think Bridesmaids. Oh, yeah. Which still could make me cackle. Oh, 100%. So many good li- like one-liners... This is such a funny movie, and this isn't that. No. It isn't funny in that way. It's goofy. Most of the good jokes were in the commercial. Yeah. Unfortunately. Except the Vienna Sausages joke. Yeah, I mean, there, there were still things like... Uh, Silly enough. They were funny, but it's just like... But it was a good... It was very family-friendly. Yeah. 
And it was, yeah, I enjoyed it. Do I think there needs to be a sequel? Eh. Will there be? Will there be? Absolutely. They've already said there will be. Oh, really? With all four of them? Also, here's the thing is, they were saying it only made $45 million. First of all, only made $45 million. Okay. If you compare that to Marvel, like, Batman, can you hear me swallowing and, like, collecting? Yeah. Ugh, ugh, sorry. You shouldn't be doing that. I'm just talking so much. Um, when you compare it to, like, what's the face, Captain America, of course it's not going to make that kind Duh. of money. Or Flying Dory or whatever. But if you compare it to a Melissa McCarthy movie, that's which was what we should be comparing it's, it to. It's competition. It did $10 million more than those exactly. two. Exactly. So and they projected it to not be. I think they projected lower than what it did. Yeah, which it did is like good. five million more lower. Than yeah, or yeah, projected. exactly right. So yeah. it's like you know, um, but I think it's a good movie. I think it's like a, a good summertime. Will you buy it? Mm, probably not. I tend to not buy those kinds of movies anymore. Black Friday, I bet it'll be on sale. Yeah, I usually just buy like all the Oscar movies at this point. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, and the Sound of Music live. Um, and cellular. Yeah, I was like eight. Like really. even more of a reason to get rid of that. <laughs> Leave that movie alone. So yeah, it was a good time though. It was not as bad as people are making it out to be. Not at all. If you if you have watched commercial once and smiled, go see it. First of all, people t- making it way too serious. And I will say this: Melissa McCarthy is the only guarantee that I will have a good time at the movies. Yeah. Meryl Streep, obviously, or like Kate Winslet, those kinds of people. But as far as like comedians go, you're and she guaranteed. She's the same shtick every time, exactly. and that's fine. She gets thrown around, exactly. She gets hit. But she's so funny and just so likable. Yeah, she's this generation's uh, Lucy Ball, Lucille Ball, whatever her name is. That's a big statement. I think it is. It's that same kind of like slapstick humor. Yeah, for sure. And for twisted for this century, you know what I mean? Yeah, where it can be a little bit more crass and silly and goofy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. She's a good time. Oh, yeah. Okay, next we're going to talk about um, Britney Spears and Katy Perry, both of which had new songs. Britney Spears... On the same day. On the same day. Here's what I'll say to Katy Perry. Review who's about to come out and wait a week. She steals everybody's thunder. Britney had this big comeback single they've been advertising for months and months and months and months about it coming out and it being them doing the video and her adding that guy, G-Eazy or Mm -hmm. whatever, and... Like, it was finally the moment. Katy Perry had a song nobody even knew about. She did the same thing with Lady Gaga. I'm like, can't you just wait a week? And, and then be I like everybody it. would talk exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. But I get it. And she's obviously not. I know it's not. that's not like some grand plan for her to stomp people. But her song is for the Olympics. Her song is for the Olympics. So Britney Spears, is this her single for her forthcoming CD? Katy Perry song, Rise, is for the Olympics. Mm. But it's a Katy Perry song, and she hasn't had music in two years, so people are going to treat it like it's a new song. Absolutely. So, I like... Uh, so we'll start with Britney. So, Britney has a song with Jeezy called Make Me. It is very much Britney Spears, but I like it. I think it's like a good 2016 version of her mess. Yeah. Britney is never going to be Britney when we were in middle school. You were in your mom's belly. Yeah. Like, she's never going to be that, like, A-list, number one, every song pop star ever again. That moment has just so passed. But I think she can still have really good songs. I think this is a good song. It's obviously much better than Pretty Girls with Iggy. Oh, yeah. I just thought it was so funny. Our friend is, like, obsessed with Britney. Yeah. Um, Mikey. And he... <laughs> and he... Um, 
he posted like I've waited two and a half years for yeah. new Britney music. I thought she had a song last summer. I was just about to say, yeah. I mean, Calm that song down. was not that old. But it just didn't do well. So they and they're like, oh, this is properly promoted. They promoted that. She performed it poorly. Is this doing well yet? So it was number one on iTunes the first night, and then as soon as Katy Perry like came out, it was that was it. So Katy Perry's still number one. This is like number four now. I think really. Yeah. So Katy Perry took Britney Sunder. Absolutely, with no promotion. But she's Katy Perry. She's the most followed person on Twitter. Which is insane. So Katy Perry has a song called Rise. It's for the Olympics. Exclusively. Yeah. It's not off an album or anything like that. No, but she says it's going to be on her CD. I think they'll just add Add it to her CD or whatever. I like it. It's a different kind of sound for her. A lot of people were saying it's like firework. I was like, in what way? It is and it isn't. I understand like the inspirational kind of songs. She's the perfect person to have a song for the Olympics though because last time they played firework every commercial break. Yeah, you know how you can always hear the music in the stadiums, which I always think it's weird that they're in other countries, but they're always playing American music. Oh, I mean, you think about it. American stars are the only, that's like, it's not a two-way street. Yeah. American stars are huge everywhere. Everywhere stars are not huge here. Yeah. But it's just weird, like, they're playing Philip Phillips and Katy Perry everywhere on the Olympics, and, like, we here in... That was, like, in Russia, wasn't it? I'm like, huh? But anyway... (laughs) Yeah. It is weird to think yeah, about. Like weird, movies, weird. Oh, any yeah. of that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't so, like thinking about that. I know. Um, P.S. Did that Vigo Mortensen movie come out? Yeah, it's like in somewhere I think, we can find I think it here. it's at Arclight. Or I think it's also playing at the Sundance. I really want to see that. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Yeah, so those are the two songs. I don't think... Even, I think Britney Spears obviously is a better song, but Katy Perry, I've been listening to quite a bit. Yeah. I think they're both going to be big hits. Katy Perry's song, I think, will be a hit. Because people just are so desperate for music from her. It's like when Adele put out Skyfall. Not necessarily a song they're going to play on the radio. But, but it, it almost went top its, 10. Yeah, yeah. Just because people were so the ready hype. for music from All her. All of the hype. Yeah. So, those are those. Um, Stranger Things is the next thing we're going to talk about. Strange, Netflix. It's a new show on Netflix. Yep. Sort of in the vein of like a Super 8 E.T. Like 80 supernatural. Thriller. Also, Patrick, my mom mentioned it kind of like Fargo. And you didn't watch Fargo, no. right? But it's very similar in a lot of ways, which is it's good. It's a good thing. Yeah. Fargo's a great show. Yeah. And so was it. It got a lot of Emmy nominations. Oh, yeah. You love this, Stranger Things. Well, we, so we both watched the first two. First two. And we'll come back and talk about it next week more. Yes. About. So it starts by Nona Ryder. Apparently, she like almost didn't get the part. Really? They were, like, worried about her, if she would be able to do it. Uh-huh. Because she hadn't really committed to projects like this in some time. Um, but Matthew McConaughey, like, championed her. And so she got it. Why him? He's, like, their friends. With him and her? Yeah. Really? Which uh, made me like him more. Oh, I've always yeah. heard he's a nice guy. Yeah. He's friends with Reese Witherspoon, who I know is a nice person. Yeah. Like, I don't know her, but, like... If she's not nice, something's wrong. Yeah. Like, you just feel it. So he championed Winona. And so, yeah, he he got her the job. That apparently. makes me like everybody more. Yeah. But Winona Ryder is great. My one problem, which I already told you this, it's very, is... Very good. They So, I won't, this is doesn't spoil anything if you watch the commercial. Winona Ryder has a son. He's They live in a small town, Midwest town or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And he goes miss. The little boy goes missing. Yeah. So... Obviously, there are supernatural monster creature demons, aliens, we don't know yet, things at play. And uh, 
Winona Ryder like is on the hunt for her son, and there's like a cop. Yeah, and... it's from I think it's like multiple point of views. Yeah, mostly absolutely. it's oh, like yeah. the kids in one way, it's her, oh, yeah. it's the cop. Yeah, so all these stories are kind exactly. of like tied into one another. Exactly, and um, but so the son goes missing. I'd say ten minutes too early because then Winona Ryder has nowhere to go. She's this mother who's like on the brink of insanity, but she starts at a ten. And you give her no level. You can't watch a woman go mad if she's already mad in the first scene. But she can stay mad, which is equally as interesting. Yeah. Eh. I don't know. But that was my... Like, that's, like, obviously nitpicking. It was a great time. Way better than I was expecting. And you know they released the first eight minutes, which is when the kid goes Mm -hmm. missing online before the episode even came out. Right. Which is great marketing, first of all. Absolutely. Uh, Oh, Netflix knows. With the shows they know need just a little pull, like Making a Murderer, they put the first one where you can watch it for free. Mm-hmm. You know their subscribers like doubled their Making a Murderer. Did that get nominated? I don't know. For yes, anything? it did. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, but this also got no promotion. Like, I didn't know it was coming out until like three weeks ago. Yeah, the we only time we've seen the, or the trailer at the movies. Yeah. And there's one, I've seen one poster in LA. You see, I have, they usually have that poster on Beverly. But it's something dumb. And now. it's something dumb, some documentary. Yeah. Um, they have a big one. It looks like a Star Wars poster almost, where they're like drawn. Oh, yeah, like an old time one. Uh, it's somewhere in West Hollywood. I'll have to see it. It's only like the nice part of West Hollywood, like all the bars yeah. are. Here's a thought, and uh-huh. this is complete, like nobody will know if they haven't watched it. But. I don't want to spoil it, but do you think that the the character that gets introduced, the child, mm-hmm. is that the cop's son? Or daughter, rather. Maybe. Like, that just crossed oh, my mind. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm. You know what I it's mean? It's only eight episodes, right? Yes, and is they're all like an hour. already? Uh, I don't know, but I think there is. And you... Patrick thought that, that may be like different stories, different seasons. Oh. But I don't know. It may continue. Do you think that, like... I mean, isn't it interesting, like, these networks that are paid subscriptions or whatever mm-hmm. can make such quality TV with, like, all these crazy settings and everything? And then you think, how does A&E get to do that? Right. Because they're not paid. No. Or, like, FX. Just cable. How are they making more money? Because you're paying for cable? I guess so. But now you're paying for everything, right? Even anal like those like first. But no, we'll think those networks. Mm-hmm. Even though we think of them on TV, like that AMC member I was talking about, uh, Mad Men. Sony is the one that cultivated that entire thing. Yeah. So that's where like the money is coming from. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's all backed by like. But this was like I thought on another level. Oh my god! Netflix. Yeah. Like just the. This is like an act. Value. Oh yeah. It's like a movie. It's incredible. Yeah, I've very good. I loved it. So good. And finally, we're going to talk about Taylor Swift. So Taylor Swift had two so- two uh, pretty dramatic moments this week, one of which happened literally an hour ago, and I didn't know about until I got home. Yeah, I told you about it. We were busy at work, so I went on my phone. Um, so earlier in the week, uh, Taylor Swift, it was reported that she wrote on... This is what you came for. Calvin Harris' song. uh, Calvin Harris with Rihanna. And what's funny to me is that that means Rihanna's singing a Taylor Swift song. Yes. I like that. That is cool. Um, So, uh, she claimed... I mean, so it was leaked that she was one of, like, the ghostwriters for that song, right? She was using a pseudonym. Calvin Harris found out that somebody from Taylor's camp release that as sort of a way to kibosh his talent mm-hmm. or like diminish his acclaim for it which mm-hmm. i think all around that's very dumb 
everybody's getting paid a absolutely. and the song is a huge hit absolutely so finding out taylor swift wrote on it is like uh to me like a beeline in a tabloid that is not something that anybody should be freaking out over. Who uh-uh. cares? Uh-uh. Even if it's like a thing on Facebook, why wouldn't he just like laugh it off and be like, I have a lot of money and my career of not actually performing and just producing is extended. But I think it was because originally it was her idea to not be featured. Exactly. So for her to then go around and say. Yeah, and I, be- I do think 100% that her publicist puts out little pieces of stories yeah. just to keep her name at the top yeah. of every blog, Facebook thing all that but like, do you think she knows that oh yeah i think she's part of that and she's okay with yeah that. and absolutely. just publicly pretends not to be yeah absolutely well of course but so i don't think that and i don't think there's anything wrong with that they should she should be releasing stuff for her fans to care about all the time mm. that's why she stays taylor swift for sure she doesn't have a cd hasn't had a single in six months yet we talk about her every single day absolutely you know what i mean she's a celebrity so um Anyway, so then Calvin Harris tweeted this whole series of tweets basically dogging her yeah. and saying, you need to focus on your new relationship and not try to bury not me about like me. you did Katy Perry. Yeah. Here's what I feel. Wait, you didn't even talk about what Kim Kardashian did. No, we'll talk about this first and then Kim Kardashian. Here's what I feel. First of all, Calvin Harris, you're a man. There mm-hmm. is something so gross mm-hmm. about a man going after a woman mm-hmm. on social media. I don't think so. Especially not that. Ew. He's not calling her like a bitch or like anything like that. What's the difference? Not calling dragging her a bitch. <laughs> some, first of all, dragging somebody on Twitter, on my how old are we? Five. And also, he should really like just ride the wave. He was not, like, he, she completely changed the course of his career. For sure. Yes, he had hits. Yes, he was famous to a very large amount of people. Uh, but he wasn't a celebrity in the way that he is now. Now he, he can play, like, Staples Center versus before he could play, like, Club Nokia. And that's enough of an excuse for him to not say anything. Well, it's just a point to where, there to me, there's a level where you ride above, and if people won't leave you alone about it, you put out a very professional statement, like any real, like, A-list celebrity would do. You don't drag. I just don't like the fact that he, like, felt the need to go after her on Twitter. It's like, she's a lady, and, like, I don't know. But uh, do you feel the same way about what happened with her and Kim Kardashian? Well, no, she had to stand up for herself, because she basically publicly called her a liar. Which she is. Yeah. I don't know. So, okay, so we'll go to Kim Kardashian. So, Kim Kardashian... So, this horrible fame music video and song... Where Kanye West says he could still have Taylor, he made Taylor Swift famous. He could still have sex with her if he wanted, and called her the B word. I don't know if he was calling her the B word or just using that word to describe like a woman. Uh-huh. Um, either way is gross. Um, he so when the song came out, everybody was saying, "Oh, she should sue him." And when the video came out, everybody was like, "Oh, they should sue Kanye West or uh-huh. whatever." And Kim Kardashian said that Taylor Swift knew. And had approved him saying whatever he said in the song. 100%. And on the Grammys, people thought that her speech was directly aimed at Kanye. Which, which it, it could was. have been. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it was aimed at a lot of things, but that was a piece of it for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Taylor, so today, Kim Kardashian on her Snapchat mm-hmm. posted the video of Kanye and, her, and Taylor talking on the phone. And Taylor saying, okay. And more to, importantly, Rick Rubin. Who is like the head of Capitol Records or Columbia, whatever it is. Is sitting in the room. Is sitting in the room. Right. So they did have it, have a conversation. She said yes. 
Taylor comes back. So Kim Kardashian put that on Snapchat. Of course, the world went upside down. Yeah. So then Taylor Swift released a statement on Instagram, or she said a tweet said, "Remember that time that Kanye privately or like secretly filmed our phone conversation mm-hmm. and Kim posted on Snapchat, and then put out a little chunk statement where she said, or basically like a mind." What's the word? In her notes app. A word vomit in yeah. the notes app. So dumb. Said, you know, that she never, she agreed to the part that we see in the video. She never agreed to be calling the B word. And that it's character assassination, what they're doing. And that she doesn't want to be part of this drama. And she hasn't been since the beginning when he went up on stage and said, hold up, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. She's caught it red-handed in a million more ways than I can ever think of. I mean, she flat out basically lied. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's... I mean, she just did not tell the truth in terms of what happened. Lied about what? The fact that she ever... She said she did not agree to that song. Well, she said she never heard the song. Which is a lie. Well, she didn't hear the song. He He played it for her. No, he just said the couple lyrics. Which is, I mean, that's the song. But he didn't call her a B-word in the version that he read her. No. And she's saying that that is what she had an issue with. First of all, the song is so bad. I'm so sad that this has become the right. But obviously, that's not the story. Yeah, I don't know. I think that first of all, Taylor Swift is the biggest star in the world. Love it or hate it, the people who love her, the 17 year old girls who love her, are gonna love her even more and not even care. And she's gonna be fine and have hits the same way she has hits. Have you had time to go through like everybody who's saying stuff to her? It, It. I was surprised how much it's being trumped by everybody who's saying. Kim is, like, the best woman on the face of the earth. Well, her trying to drag Taylor Swift does not make her the best woman on the entire earth. No, but it's, like, proving her wrong, which is also super petty, obviously. Right. But, like, it's, but like, here's the But when people proof. are in positions of power, yeah. the same way that Kim Kardashian's in a position of power, people love to rip those people apart. And they want to see, we always want to see the people who are, like, A-list celebrities fall. Oh, for sure. That's, like, the nature of the horror of the yeah. whole thing. So, but the best mm, thing about it all is seeing famous people fight like normal people do. And this, the, that is the craziest and weirdest part of social media now yeah. is that people feel the need to publicly drag people. I'm going to do it all day, every day. Ooh, I do not like that. To you. We need to be nice to each other. <laughs> I was going to be like, why did you leave world, the fridge open? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and the, with all the mess in the world, we are sitting around dragging Taylor Swift. Who writes breakup songs. Y'all, like, Taylor Swift is crazy. I don't think she's a nice person. Like, the nicest person by any means. And I think that's what it boils and down to. I don't to. think she's perfect by any means. But she does write good songs. For sure. But I think it's more or less about Kim wanting to, like, break this facade, basically. Yeah. Of what Taylor has built up for herself. Yeah. And is proving that there is factual evidence in terms of this conversation happening. I don't like it. I love it. Makes me sad. Oh, duh. It's so stupid. But you know her next season's gonna be good. Who, she's Taylor? gonna be coming for all these people. You think? Yes, oh, I love it. Oh, I can't it. wait. That being said, 1989 was just an okay CD. That's for another day. The singles are, like, <laughs> real good, but the rest of it, I'm, like, not trying to hear anymore. Okay. No, nah, now I'm saying it. Now I'm thinking all the songs. I'm like, actually, I like this It's CD. pretty good. Okay, so our question of the week comes from Brittany White, and she said... Why is it the middle of July and summer blockbusters are basically over? But are they? The only one that I can think... First of all, that's a good question. Second of all, the only thing I can think is Suicide Squad has yet to come out. Yeah. And that would be, I would say, the last like summer tent poll that we have this year. Really, there were only a couple 
Binding Dory, uh, got, uh, Ghostbusters, which was sort of kind of a tentpole. Yes. Uh, Captain America, which came out super early, and Batman Superman, which came out like in the spring. Uh-huh. So I just think that, here's the thing is, they've made a choice in the last few years, I think, to spread those kind of movies out. Yeah. Especially the superhero movies, because most of them are being made by the same studios. That's and, true. you know... They so they have to spread stuff out. I I think that like a couple like maybe ten years ago, um, a lot of comedies with A list stars would come out in the summer and they would promote those sort of as like big summer blockbusters. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten away from that where now it is strictly like superhero movies and like franchises. Well, we have Star Trek coming out. Yeah, we have Jason Bourne. Yeah, which is I think a blockbuster movie. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other one we just said? Oh, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad in August. That's basically it. Yeah. In terms of, like, those, like, large... So you're just missing... So I think part of it is just you're missing those, like, other types of movies. Exactly. Like, there's been no huge romantic movie of the summer. No. Find uh, Me Before You. I guess is the one. But yeah. that did well. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. I don't know. I think that they are... I, I do see the point is, like, you know... Things are more spread out now than they used to be. Absolutely. There's not, like, used to, there were, like, three movies that came out every week and all of them made, like, $50 million. Right, it's not. And also, some of the big summer movies that came out this year, nobody cared about. A.K.A. Tarzan, which came and went. Independence Day, which came and went. Yep. First of all, Will Smith wasn't in it. Mm-mm. So, but I still want to see it. Yeah, I do too. Just maybe not in theaters. Um. So, thank you for your question. If you want to ask us a question on the podcast, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. So now your song that you can't get enough of is... The Skies Will Break by Corinne Bailey Ray, her new CD. A new heart speaks and whispers. A new heart speaks and whispers.
cover is pretty. Oh my god. I haven't heard it. You'll but I do that. love her. She's a good time. I like that she's grown her hair out too. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, my song of the week is Olay by John Newman. <laughs> Which I didn't really love that song. Is this in the same vein? I like this. Cool. That's in the same vein. Well, his voice is still the same. Okay. He's he's a weird... He has like a very interesting kind of... I'll listen to it. Probably love it. Um, So this week you are looking forward to... 
Um, probably binge watching the rest of Stranger Things, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. And I think, what did I say? Oh, my looking forward to was Ghostbusters. So now that, yes, I'm going to finish up this series. That way we can talk about it some more. Yeah. I, I'm ready. Uh, mine is Comic-Con. Oh, right. We're going to Comic-Con on Saturday. I'm excited. That'll be fun. Um, and finally, our goober of the week. Taylor Swift. For yeah. reasons already explained. Yeah. Your turn. I'm going to not have a goober. I'm going to have a winner. Who? Reese Witherspoon. For? Oh, Still true. fitting into all her Legally Blonde clothes. That's crazy. I love that that was the way she chose to celebrate was like being like, look at my body. <laughs> I'm still in amazing shape. But fun that she's still exactly, in favorites. Yeah. Let's talk about all that kind and of stuff. And perfect for that character. Amazing. Legally Blonde is such a good movie. I tweeted like five years ago, it's the best movie of the 2000s. You think it is? That, Shrek, to Moulin Rouge. Moulin, oh, I didn't see that one. You've never seen Moulin Rouge? Will you watch it? Probably not, but that's okay. Why wouldn't you watch it? Just no interest. I just don't, that hurts my heart. So that's our podcast for this week. If you want to find us outside this, you can find us on youtube.com slash tallpawpictures. We play Pokemon Go. We play Pokemon Go this week. Are we supposed to talk about that on here? Mm. What's there to say? It's annoying. (laughs) Um, Okay. uh, What was I saying? The end. Oh, uh, no. Instagram, you can find us at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J. Gomez. On Twitter, you can find us at Curry Terrell and at Yo Adrian J. Gomez. Yep. And if you want to email us a question, it's let's chat with curry at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Peace and blessings. Bye.